Yes, hello, this is Kenny Anderson's podcast, and it's the 2nd of October 2022. The time is 12.09, and it is Sunday. Now, today we are going to be, once again, visiting the good old book. But before we do that, we have to, of course, address what people are talking about uh, at this moment. Uh, a lot of people are talking, of course, about the war in Ukraine, understandably, of course. Um, but I believe that, and this is my own personal opinion, that we are being lied and deceived. Meaning that I actually believe that at the very top level of these uh, secret societies, they are all friends, basically. They have all co-opted a scheme or a plan for world domination, meaning that that Putin and or the rest of the powerful people or people you think that are in power are actually part of a bigger plan. And this plan is, of course, to gather the entire human population on the planet into a one-point system, making them extremely poor, as you have probably heard about the energy prices going up and also the food prices going up. So it is not has nothing to do with the war in Ukraine, but it has something to do with the Great Reset, as you have probably heard. Klaus Schwab's Great Reset, and these secret societies are pushing forward into a one-world government. And this one-world government is not in place right now, but they are working in the shadows to try to implement this. And of course, when people keep on believing the politicians, keep on believing uh, their country's own government, then they cannot really get out of it, basically. So, so the mindset has to be that uh, people are lying and deceiving us, uh, people who we think are nice, uh, people are actually uh, pure evil. As you have heard when I read out loud from Esaias uh, 59, uh, you can hear that um, even back then, there were some people who you should take great distance from. You shouldn't listen to them, because if you listened to them, well, basically, you got to eat something that was vile and defiled, a spider's web or eggs from a spider. Uh, people who eat from that is... Uh, dead emotionally or spiritually. So Jehovah God warns us many, many times not to allow the liar to enter into our life, meaning that the whole world is in the evil's power. So of course, people who worship him are liars and deceivers. They know deep down inside what they're doing is wrong, but they are doing it anyway because they want to please God's great opponent. So in order for us not to please God's great opponent, we need to stay close to his word, of course, 
And although we do not understand the entirety of uh, Jehovah God's word, we have to <clears throat> keep on looking in it in order for us to try to understand the mindset of Jehovah God. Because a lot of people are th uh, saying that God does not exist because why would he allow these evil things to happen in the world? Yes, that is uh, true, but because you are a loving and caring and kind person and you are not entirely receiving the full force of the evil spirit, the evil one. But people at Bohemian Grove or people at the higher echelons of power, people who have defiled themselves, you look at the Epstein case, the people who have tortured, killed and maimed uh, behind the closed doors, of course, in the secret societies, these people have turned their entire being over to evil deeds. And they cannot really do anything good. It is not in them to do good. It is only in them to do evil deeds. So we have to be aware of how are Jehovah God defining these evil deeds? And we have to take into consideration that in order for us to stay clear of um, the bad things that are coming over the evil human beings, we, we need to stay clear of them. We need to say no to them. We need to have a distance from them. And in order for them, or in order for us to have this distance, we need to be aware of the danger that we are in as humans. We need to be aware of the spiritual danger that we are in. For example, a small scripture that has great power is Psalm 11:5, where it clearly states that anyone who hates, uh, no, sorry, anyone who loves violence, Jehovah God hates. That means that if you do not take complete distance from anything that has something to do with violence, you are actually opponent, an opponent of Jehovah God. So if you do not realize this, or if you just brush it off, well then you cannot change Jehovah God's mind and say, well, it's okay that you love violence, because you show it in your actions that you love violence. This is counterintuitive, of course. In order for you and me to please Jehovah God, we need to stay clear of what he hates, of course. He also hates uh, a tongue that lies all the time, uh, a tongue that always talks badly about other human beings behind their back, a person who loves to steal and cheat, a person who refuses to take into consideration in order for them to please Jehovah God and have a good uh, life, they need to stay clear of this. Of course, we have the law to punish people like this, but uh, spiritually, they are, not, they are not ready or clear. They do not realize that they are actually doing these evil deeds and they are actually hurting not only them who uh, they are uh, trying to do it too, but also themselves. 
So we have to be aware of people who are trying to deceive us. And of course, this is partly to do with the television. I could sum up it like uh, garbage from a garbage can. Violent video games and violent movies and movies who portray people's bad and negative emotions as something that we can allow ourselves to be entertained by. Also the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and all the rest of that crap or garbage. The mainstream media that constantly lies to you and tells you what to fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. And also the entire inhabited earth that is not worshipping Jehovah God, the Almighty One, that are not closing their eyes and praying to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ, so you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all. These people are defile, are defiling themselves in the eyes of Jehovah God. It's bad, of course, for them, but Jehovah God is always pure. He has always been pure, and His Holy Spirit is always pure. That means that we have to stay distance to the ones, the things that He hates, in order for us to receive Holy Spirit. Otherwise, we cannot receive it. So that is why a lot of people claim to worship uh, God, but they do not use His name. And if you want to have a close and dear relationship with a God who actually provided us with one name, you need to use that name all the time. So when I use the name Jehovah God, I immediately know that this is the creator of the universe. It's the creator of the planet Earth. It is the creator of us as human beings. And I know that when I die and get a resurrection, I know that if my life was trying to please Jehovah God, trying to please His Holy Spirit, that at least I did something good in my life. And when I die and get a resurrection, I know that He is going to pay me back what I did in this life. So if you were a loving and caring and kind person in this life, and you die and get a resurrection, as we all do, well then, you are going to have a pleasant resurrection, I believe. Yes, you are going to maybe be more familiar with Jehovah God, the Almighty One in the New World, but why not already try to get to know Him today? So in order for us to get to know the Creator of the universe, we need to look at not only His creation, but we also need to look at the book that he gave us. He inspired this book, the Bible, in order for us to learn from it, of course, uh, and act on it. The acting is very important, because I can read in the Bible, I shouldn't go to a prostitute woman. It is disgusting in the eyes of Jehovah God. But I could ignore this, and go to a prostitute, but I will also reap what I sow then. I would also have to take the bad consequences of my actions. So when the Bible says you reap what you sow, if you sow uh, a bad seed in yourself, if you ignore the uh, high standard of the Bible, well, of course, you have to take the negative with it also. 
But if you take uh, the warnings in the Bible seriously and act on them, you're going to not be hurt so much so in this life that, than you were if you ignored them. So it's very important for us to realize that the creator of the universe does not want to harm us. He actually loves us very much and he wants us to live a good and decent and pleasant life filled with joy and happiness, but also filled with Holy Spirit. And the only way we are going to receive Holy Spirit is if we walk in the footprints of his one begotten Son, Jesus Christ, because he said that he was the only way through Jesus Christ. It was through Jehovah God, meaning that he showed us the way. He preached the good news of the kingdom uh, that is now in the heavens where Jehovah God has put his one begotten son, Jesus Christ, on the heavenly throne. And he is now starting to rule in the heavenly realm. What does that mean to us today? Well, it means that when you read the Bible, you can clearly see that we have to be Christ-like. We have to be of a certain caliber of human <clears throat> in order for us to to not only please Jehovah God, but also be part of this kingdom. So a high moral standard is, of course, uh, number one. Uh, but number two is also um, trying to nurture the good and positive qualities that we have as human beings. Love and kindness, being there for others, uh, being like the merciful Samaritan, having your heart renewed, so to speak, reaping it out from all the evil and bad garbage that you and me and I have been participating in, saying no to certain things, uh, being very careful about what we put through our eyes and ears, and saying no to what we know is bad for us. So this was quite a handful or mouthful, of course, but it isn't really that bad of a deal. It is like we know it deep in our hearts that if we want to please our Creator, we know we have to do something that pleases Him, of course. And if we realize that it pleases Him when we show loving kindness to each other, being there for each other, and having a good and decent heart, trying to rid our thoughts from evil thoughts and trying to mold our thoughts in a more positive way so we think positively about each other. Uh, that is um, the end goal, of course. Yes, it is, co of course, <laughs> true that <laughs> we are, when we talk to other human beings on this planet, there are people who have a difference of opinion than we have, but it is our reaction uh, that speaks louder than words. If we react very negatively towards a person who have a difference of opinion than we have, we have to stop ourselves before we get emotional and say to ourselves, is this something that pleases Jehovah God or displeases him? And when we come to the conclusion that it might displease him, 
we have to stop doing it. We have to stop becoming emotionally involved in the world. The entire inhabited world, world is in the evil's power, so of course we have to not take on the emotional system of the world, the negative emotional system of the world. Because when you realize and when you when you start uh, reaping it out, so to speak, uh, taking the good out from the bad, uh, then it becomes more clear what is bad for us humans and what is good. Now, the bad human personality traits and emotions that we can have is, of course, uh, hatred towards each other, envy, you know, the the six or seven uh, um, deadly sins. We know them uh, deep down in our hearts that we shouldn't do these uh, acts because then we are not only hurting ourselves but also hurting our fellow human beings. So, in order for us to stay clear of them, we know, or we have to know, or we have to get to know uh, the bad consequences of them, but also having the willpower to say no to them. Otherwise, it is in vain. Our worship of Jehovah God is in vain if we are not putting our personality in such a way that it's going to not only benefit us as human beings, but also benefit human beings around us. So emotionally, we have to enter into this uh, very seriously, of course. It is our life that is at stake here, uh, the everlasting life that is at stake. So we have to not only be aware or become aware but we also have to enlighten ourselves with uh, the Bible. And in order for us to do it, we have to read it, of course. So without further ado, let's just read out loud a, a little snippet from the Bible. It is from uh, First Peter here. It says, Through him you are believing in God, the one who raised him up from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope might be in God. Now that you have purified yourself by your obedience to the truth with unhypocritical brotherly affection, as the result, love one another intensely from the heart. For you have been given a new birth, not by corruptible but by incorruptible seed, through the word of the living and enduring God, for all flesh is like grass, and all its glory is like the blossom of the field. The grass withers, and the flower falls off, but the sayings of Jehovah endures forever. And this saying is the good news that was declared to you. So rid yourself of all badness, and deceit, and hypocrisy, and envy, and all backbiting. As newborns infants from a longing for from a longing for the unadulterated milk of the word, so that by means of it you may grow to salvation, provided you have tasted that the Lord is kind. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but chosen precious by God, 
you yourself are living stones, are being built up into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood in order to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in Scripture, Look, I am laying in Zion a chosen stone, a precious foundation cornerstone, and no one exercising faith in it will ever be disappointed. It is to you, therefore, that he is precious, because you are believers. But to those not believing, the stone that the builder rejected, this has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They are stumbling because they are disobedient to the word. To this very end they were appointed. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for special possession, that you should declare abroad the excellence of the one who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. For you were once not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not been shown mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urged you as foreigners and temporary residents to keep abstinence from fleshy desire, which wages wars against you, Maintain your conduct fine among the nations, so that when they accuse you of being wrongdoers, they may be eyewitnesses of your fine work, and as a result glorify God in the day of his inspection. For the Lord's sake, subject yourself to every human creation, whether to a king as being superior, or to governors as sent by him to punish wrongdoers, but to praise those who do good. For it is the will of God that, by doing good, you may silence the ignorant talk of unreasonable men. Be as free people using your freedom not as a cover for doing wrong, but as slaves of God. Honor men of all sorts, have love for the whole association of brothers, be in fear of God, honor the king. Let servants be in subjection to their masters with all due fear, not only to the good and reasonable, but also to those hard to please. For it is agreeable when someone endures hardship and suffers unjustly because of conscience towards God. But what mercy is there if you are beaten for sinning and you endure it? But if you endure suffering because of doing good, this is an agreeable thing to God." In fact, to this cause you were called, because even Christ suffered for you, leaving a model for you to follow his steps closely. He committed no sin, nor was deception found in his mouth. When he was being insulted, he did not insult in return. When he was suffering, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges righteously. He himself bore our sins in his own body on the stake, so that we might die to sins and live to righteousness. And by his wounds you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. In the same way, your wives be in subjection to your husbands, so that if any are not obedient to the word, they may be one without a word through the conduct of their wives, because of having been eyewitnesses of your chaste conduct together with deep respect. Do not let your 
adornment be external, the braidings of your hair and the wearing of gold ornaments or fine clothing, but let it be the secret person of the heart in the incorruptible adornment of the quiet and mild spirit, which is of great value in the eyes of God. For this is how the holy women of the past who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, subjecting themselves to their husbands, just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, and you have become her children, provided you continue doing good and do not give in to fear. Your husbands, in the same way, continue dwelling with them according to knowledge, assign them honor as to a weaker vessel, the feminine one, since they are also heirs with you of the undeserved favor of life, in order for your prayer not to be hindered. Finally, all of you have united of mind, fellow feelings, brotherly affection, tender compassion and humility. Do not pay back injury for injury or insult for insult. Instead, repay with a blessing, for you were called to this cause, so that you might inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must guard his tongue from bad and his lips from speaking deception. Let him turn away from what is bad and do what is good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of Jehovah are on the righteous one, and his ears listen to their supplication. But the face of Jehovah is against those doing bad things. Indeed, who will harm you if you become zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are happy. However, do not fear what they fear, nor be disrupted or disturbed. But sanctify the Christ as Lord in your hearts, always ready to make a defense before everyone who demands of you a reason for the hope you have, but doing so with a mild temper and deep respect. Maintain a good conscience, so that in whatever way you are spoken against, those who speak against you may be put to shame because of your good conduct as followers of Christ. For it is better to suffer because you are doing good, if it is God's will to allow it, allowed it than because you are doing evil. For Christ died once for all time for sins, a righteous person for unrighteous ones, in order to lead you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. And in this state, he went and preached to the, spi spirits, uh, the spirits in prison, who had formerly been disobedient when God was patiently waiting in Noah's days, while the ark was being constructed, in which a few people, that is, eight souls, were carried safely through the water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, is also now saving you, not by the removing of the filth of the flesh, but by the request to God for a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he is at God's right hand, for he went to heaven, and angels and authorities and powers were made subject to him. Since Christ suffered in the flesh, you too arm yourself with the same mental disposition, because the person who has suffered in the flesh has desisted from sin, so that he may live the remaining of his time in the flesh no more for the desires of men, but for God's will." 
for the time that has passed by is sufficient for you to have done the will of the nations when you carried on in acts of brazen conduct, unbridled passion, over-drinking, wild parties, drinking booths and lawless adulteries. They are puzzled that you do not continue running with them in the same decadent course of debauchery, so they speak abusively of you. But these people will render an account to the one who is ready to judge those living and those dead. In fact, this is why the good news was declared also to the dead, so that although they are judged in the flesh from the standpoint of men, they might live in harmony with the Spirit from God's standpoint. But the end of all things have drawn close. Therefore, be sound in mind, and be vigilant with a view to prayer. Above all, have intense love for one another, because love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling, to the extent that each one has received a gift, use it in ministering to one another as fine stewards of God's undeserved kindness that is expressed in various ways. If anyone speaks, let him do so as speaking profoundness from God. If anyone ministers, let him do as and dependent on the strength that God supplies, so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. The glory and the might are his forever and ever. Amen. Beloved ones, do not be surprised about the fiery trials that you are experiencing, as through something strange were happening to you. On the contrary, go on rejoicing over the extent to which you are sharers in the suffering of the Christ, so that you may rejoice and be overjoyed also during the revelation of his glory. If you are being reproached for the name of Christ, you are happy because the Spirit of glory, yes, the Spirit of God, is resting upon you. However, let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or wrongdoer or busybody in other people's matters. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not feel ashamed, but let him keep on glorifying God while bearing this name. For it is the appointed time for the judgment to start with the house of God. Now, if it starts with us, what will be the outcome of those who are not obedient to the good news of God? And if the righteous man is being saved with difficulty, what will happen to the ungodly man and the sinner? So then, let those who are suffering in harmony with the will of God keep on entrusting themselves to a faithful Creator while they are doing good. So you see here, it was extremely good explained what we should do as human beings. We should follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, of course. We should say no to ungodly desires, and we should be obedient to Jehovah God, meaning that we should show love and kindness to each other. It should be at the forefront of our personality. And in doing so, we actually show Jehovah God that we love him and love his son and love his kingdom. Thou kingdom come as we pray. That means that we want this kingdom to be ruling not only in heavens, but also in earth. And by doing so, we are actually moving in the right direction. We have taken uh, Jehovah God and Jesus Christ into our heart. Uh, this 
extremely important sacrifice that Jesus made, the most important sacrifice of them all, we need to be obedient to it. We need to appreciate it so much so that we actually are clearing ourselves away from sin. Of course, we cannot completely do that 100%, but we can do it our life purpose to see what wrongdoers are doing and not do it. Uh, it says here that it was murderers and adulterers and people who uh, talk badly about other human beings that we should stay clear of. We should not have anything to do with. Uh, and it says that although they, they were not obedient to the good message of Jehovah God, we have actually, when we try to get people into uh, the Bible, we have actually done a good deed because maybe we have planted a seed in them that eventually down the line might get them to return to Jehovah God. We do not know this. We can only keep on praying to Jehovah God that people around us is going to see the wonders of Jehovah God's word and stick with it, so to speak. So I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope that you show love and kindness to each other. And I hope that eventually I'm going to reach an hour or so, as I usually do in my podcast. But I have had so much overwork over time, uh, the past uh, many, many, uh, many um, days, that I feel a bit tired in the weekend and I cannot really take on an entire hour. I can try to do so when I only have uh, normal hours, but um, yeah, I'm trying to make money. Oh, why, you might ask, because uh, the money is rooted in all evil, as the Bible says. Yes, it's true, but I'm trying to make money so that I can keep my house and keep heating on my house and can afford the electrical bill because it's uh, in the future going to be very expensive. So I hope you are doing well. I hope you are or can take a little bit from what I said and you, of course, have to excuse my bad English. I'm trying as good as I can as a Danish uh, person to <laughs> to explain it as good as I can. You can download the Bible for yourself, daw.org, and you can start reading it out loud. I also believe that you can actually hear it uh, read out loud. I have also, in the past, read a lot of the Bible out loud. So God's Word can actually enter into your mind very easily. And it is up to you, of course, to do the deeds that the Bible encourages you to do. And I hope you do so also. And I also hope I do it also, because, of course, I'm also doing these podcasts for my benefit, so that I talk myself away from bad and evil deeds and onto the more positive mindset that Jehovah God wants me to have. So I hope you show love and kindness to each other. I also hope I show love and kindness to my fellow human beings. I hope that I take Jehovah God's word for not granted, 
but take it into my heart, so much so that it becomes part of my personality. So I hope you are doing well. I hope that we meet again sometime. And I hope that you are also implementing the principles from the Bible. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 2nd of October 2022. The time is 12.45 and it is uh, Sunday. Bye.